0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Thursday, February 24th. Coming up on the show today, we'll talk with Josh Ward of WNML in Knoxville. We'll discuss the fans' relationship with Bruce Pearl, the team's upside in the tournament, and of course a look at the huge game with Auburn coming to Knoxville over the weekend. But we begin with one of the most important non-playoff weekends in Predators hockey history as Pecorine has his jersey retired at Bridgestone Arena. And Jeremy K. Gover tells us exactly why the performance on Tuesday evening against Florida was so important for this team. If you own a home, make sure you remember the name, The Kingston Group. That's buildkg.com. They are Nashville's locally owned, award-winning custom home and remodeling firm, and it is the only name you need to know before you make any big decisions about your house. That's The Kingston Group, buildkg.com. So I apologize to all of you for not getting to some thoughts about the Predators' win over Florida on Tuesday. I was a little under the weather on Tuesday evening, did not get to it, and Jeremy Gover is going to give you some thoughts on on the win over Florida in just a second, and why it is so important for this Nashville Predators team that how they won on Tuesday took place. However, of course, Thursday evening, Pecorine night, you got coverage beginning at like 5 p.m. on Valley. You've got the doors opening at 4.30. You've got a whole pregame with Chris Mason sitting down with Pecorine. You've got the whole presentation. What will be very interesting is how important the game is, and how the ceremony impacts the team, because these are a lot of Nashville Predators players that played with Pecorina just just last year. They're his friends, his teammates and they're going to be out there in full uniform for like an hour before the game. And, and how do you maintain energy levels in what is a very important hockey game against the Dallas Stars coming up on Thursday evening? Puck drop at 730, by the way, to make room for all those festivities. So obviously, it's an extraordinary evening. The first ever jersey being retired in Nashville Predators history. And Pecorino goes into the rafters at Bridgestone Arena. It means the world to everyone who's a Nashvilleian a hockey fan, a Predators fan. He's one of the greatest athletes that I've ever covered as a person, not just an athlete. And we spent a lot of time talking about it on the Gold Standard Podcast. Of course, we're going to have two special episodes for you. One's already out, Jeremy K. Gover and I told some Pekka stories. Of course, we'll be back on Friday with another episode of the Gold Standard to recap everything that we saw on Thursday evening at Bridgestone and preview the stadium series. However, going back to Tuesday night, I asked Jeremy, basically, why was the win? Why was the comeback so important for this Nashville Predators hockey team?
1: I mean, it was hugely important because since the All-Star break if i my math is correct they've won one game. And so uh so it was uh you know it's it's just tremendous in the sense that the way they did it. Uh, florida had lost three home games all season before Tuesday night and the preds delivered them a fourth one, but they did it down one nothing, down like they, they were it's not like they had this big lead five nothing and then florida kind of you know chipped their way back they actually battled back each time even had a disallowed goal in the third period they answered immediately after a power play goal but it turns out that uh luke kind of interfered with the goaltender the the thing about it though is that they the team that usually that would deflate a team like they they had this yeah. big emotional charge that they they first of all that they surrender this go-ahead goal late to a powerhouse team then they come right back and answer and then that then the officials say no 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 just kidding that didn't count so there usually be a huge letdown. Instead, they went right back and got the go ahead, or got the tying goal, and then took the took the lead and never looked back. It was it was a tremendous showing of effort, energy, and poise by the Preds, who easily could have been like, well, we're on this slide. We're we're here yep. in Florida, where they're basically undefeated at home, and you know, and and. and We just put ourselves in a bad spot. Instead, they
0: responded. If you'd like to hear a lot more Nashville Predators talk in what is probably the most important non-playoff week in Nashville hockey history, Pecorine's Jersey retirement, and, of course, the Stadium Series on Saturday, make sure you check out the Gold Standard Podcast. Myself, Jeremy K. Gover, everywhere you get your podcasts. It is Thursday, so we welcome Josh Ward to the show at Josh underscore Ward on Twitter. Of course, WNML in Knoxville. And I guess my first question, Josh, is... How much hype and buzz is there around this Auburn game on Saturday? And does that mean, I'm assuming what your answer is going to be, and does that mean that Tennessee is a basketball
2: school? It's trending that way right now, and uh, it's become seasonal. Uh, last year, about 10 months ago, is becoming a baseball school. But I think a lot of people are really excited because this team has been playing well, winning games, but playing an exciting brand of basketball with the way that Kennedy Chandler and Zakai Ziegler have come on and Josiah Jordan James, his impact and Vescovy's been, he's been so consistent for this team, but I really think it's the freshman guards. What Kennedy Chandler and Ziegler who didn't get much preseason talk, but man, he's been exciting for the season to go along with the winning. I mean, you got to win games to really get people excited, but they've done that and Tennessee's in a really good position. So now you have Auburn coming to town. You have Bruce Pearl coming to town You have good positioning in the SEC standings, good positioning with A tournament seating. There was a lot to be gained by a win on Saturday. And in the biggest games at home, when Arizona came to town, when Kentucky came to town, the crowd was into it. I promise the crowd will be into it when Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers come to town on Saturday.
0: Can, Can you compare and contrast the relationships between Tennessee fans and Bruce Pearl and Tennessee fans with Lane Kiffin?
2: Do you remember when Tennessee got that upset win over Kansas and Tennessee was a a depleted roster number one, Kansas came to town uh, because some guys were out and that you had Bruce and Lane together and I, I think they celebrated that win and then just a few days later it's over. But in that in that time, because Lane had gone to USC uh, in that time, fans were so excited that they were going to kind of it was the new Tennessee. Bruce Pearl at that point was established. He, he didn't have much longer at Tennessee, in fact. But Lane Kiffin was going to he was going to get Tennessee back and they had this edge to them. And then again, uh, you know what happened a few days later? There's always been this weird relationship, even with Lane, with Bruce. I think it's complicated because fans love uh, Rick Barnes and he's winning a lot. So they should love Rick Barnes. But there are enough fans that will always miss or at least appreciate what Bruce was able to do here at Tennessee. And that goes both ways. I, you know, Bruce is as much as he loves Auburn and he's their guy now, right? He he still knows what happened in Tennessee. And that was his big break as a basketball coach. So it's always going to be a funny, complicated conversation. It's great for sports talk radio. I'll tell you that, especially when Tennessee and Auburn are both playing at a high level. And that's the case right now.
0: Yeah. I think there's a difference when you feel quote unquote forced out is how I'm going to say it about Bruce uh, and versus somebody leaving. There's certainly a different, yeah. a different relationship. There's no question. Uh, have, have, has your expectations for this team changed in the last time, since the last time we talked over the last week and a half?
2: Well, maybe a little bit because my either expectation or at least belief of where Tennessee stands from an NCAA tournament position has improved. Like if Tennessee can get a three seed, I think that just helps Tennessee's chances of getting to the next weekend because you're you should be in a, a more favorable matchup assuming you win your first game. So as a three seed, you'd play a six or eleven versus probably playing a five or a hot twelve uh, in that next round. So it just it you, you don't know the teams, you don't know the matchups exactly. But if Tennessee's a three playing a six or eleven, then I'm guessing Tennessee's going to be the better team going in. And so I like Tennessee's chances to get to the Sweet 16. Then if you get there. Who knows? Again, matchups, Who who is advanced on the other side? You never right. know that. But if you're there and you have a few days to get ready, you have a shot. So not dramatically, but if the guards continue to play at this level and they continue to, to play hard defense and, and pressure the way that they have, they can play with just about anybody. And Tennessee, with these big games at home, Auburn and Arkansas, there is something to be gained for the NCAA tournament positioning here in a few weeks.
0: Josh Ward, at Josh underscore Ward, WNML in Knoxville. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. Make sure you remember the name, the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Of course, the 440 brought to you every single morning by our wonderful friends, the Kingston Group. If you own a home and you're going to make some big decisions about a renovation or a custom build, all you need to know is the name, the Kingston Group. Give them a call. Check out their work. BuildKG.com. Thank you guys all for listening. Please share the show. Check out the YouTube page as well. My name is Brayden Gall. You can get to me on Twitter, at Braden Gall. Again, thank you guys all for listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. This has been The 440 for Thursday, February 24th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media. Written and produced by Braden Gall. Music by William Tyler.